Well, 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 what do we have here? It's another Friday and another episode of the Funny Business Podcast, episode 45. We are halfway to 90, and I believe we're officially in the midlife crisis of our podcast life, since it's episode 45. Um, We have a great episode for you guys today. Mike, I want to start the show with this. Tired of winter. Sick and tired of it. Same. Absolutely same. Uh, one of our coworkers today sent us a, a little picture just to brighten the spirits up, and it was a picture of those uh, a church sign, like you know those church signs that have those um, letter letters that you could put up and rearrange in any particular order. Um, it said, "Whoever's praying for snow, please tell them to stop." <laughs> yeah, but this is all because of that damn groundhog, because he said six more weeks of winter. Right. Maybe we finally crack the code, and for our punishment of knowing that there's a groundhog groundhog cult that we have to endure this freaking weather for forever how long there is to come until we stop talking about it i, I think it's time someone looks into this groundhog cult i, I think i think something a little shady is going on and also like last winter was like great we had like one snowstorm and now we got like i think we've had like 60 inches so far this year and actually it's funny the one we got today on monday uh, we were told our local guy was like, "Oh, it's just gonna rain," and then we got like five inches. Like that, Yikes. that doesn't help. <laughs> Matt, that, that's quite the tie-in. I, I would like to banter a little bit more, but it's quite the tie-in. It looks like um, you got fooled with your weatherman saying it's just rain turns into snow. Uh, but with that and more so, it looks like you may have gotten rickrolled. Um, Matt, I was very happy to uh, include this as a topic for today. Uh, you can now rickroll somebody in 4K. It's 2021, people. You can now rickroll somebody in 4K video. This year just keeps getting better and better. Like, the 2021 is actually looking pretty good. Started with the vaccine. Now we can rickroll people in 4K. I don't know what else. The, the memes that are coming out of these 4K rickrolls are going to be incredible. I can't wait till it gets on TikTok because I, I just love getting rickrolled. Like, usually everything else I get annoyed at, but when I get rickrolled, you gotta laugh. So, preparing for the show, Matt, I I thought to myself, okay, so how can we... Literally, The Verge was how I found out that rickrolling is now in 4K. But all they did was they included the video embed of the rickroll in 4K, and then it goes this, period. So, I'm like... Well, that's something that I have to work with is how am I supposed to, quote, report on this topic for Rick Rolling in 4K? And I thought to myself, I'm like, I have to talk to the people if they don't know what it is about what Rick Rolling is. Do you think there's actually people out there that don't know what a Rick Roll is? I am 80% sure that there are some people out there, maybe some of our listeners that do not know what a Rick Roll is. That's why. I mean, I guess the younger generation doesn't really know, because I guess Rick Astley didn't really become a a known song to them. Well, before before we get into to talking about the Rick Roll itself, I I think it's funny for us to discuss how we aged ourselves, Matt. Um, at the time, uh, we were playing some Fortnite. We found out that a Rick Roll was an official emote or a dance for for those who are okay with Fortnite terminology. Um that a Rickroll was up um, and they played it off. The Fortnite team played it off that it was this best thing ever. It was going to make your game 10 times better. It was all gold, like rap for your gun. And 
kids were getting upset because they thought they were getting this and they were like, why did we get this stupid dance? And then here's the both of us being like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> The younger generation doesn't appreciate a good Rickroll. No. Like, like, could you imagine, like, it's just fun. Like, you kill a guy in Fortnite, you just Rickroll him. Like, it's the <laughs> ultimate got him. That was before we had to worry about a DMCA on Twitch, Matt. True. So, <laughs> Which we did get a video muted. <laughs> we so did. We're on our way to our first strike. I think strikes are on YouTube if I'm if I'm correct, but no, they get they get strikes on Twitch oh. too. Yeah, okay, but it, it just was it just was funny for us. We're like, wow, we really can see our age by by now seeing that people do not understand what a Rickroll is. So, if it is your first time knowing or understanding or learning what a Rickroll is, we're very honored to be a part of that special moment for you. Um, the Rick comes from the artist Rick Astley. Um, who is an 80s pop star. Uh, Matt, it's funny to hear that my mom's senior video song back in high school was one of the songs by Rick Astley. Um, oh, gosh, the name is is losing me. It is called It's Not Never Gonna Give You Up. How funny that would be for the video Never Gonna Give You that, Up. That'd be crazy. I don't think I know another song of his. Uh, it is uh, Together Forever. Yeah, it's Together Forever. Um, has some sentiment with being together and, and high schoolish, so um, it's not a bad song. It kind of sounds like a it, it kind of sounds like a Rick Roll. It sounds like Never Gonna Give You Up, which is the song name to the Rick Roll. Um, but Matt, do you remember or recall how it actually originally started the Rick Roll? I uh, no, I just know that I get Rick Rolled like all the time. <laughs> so I had to do some digging. I went on UrbanDictionary.com, and you better believe that they had the official statement as to how it all happened. <laughs> uh, so the meme originated in 4chan's video game board um, when the official Grand Theft Auto San Andreas trailer was coming out on the game's website, but couldn't be watched due to heavy traffic. Playing a prank on everyone who was reading, an anonymous 4chaner said the trailer was on YouTube and posted a link to Astley's song. Since then, the Rickroll has made countless times. Has been made countless times. So Rickroll started with GTA? GTA, baby. No way. Yeah. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That, oh, my God. That's actually kind of funny. Like, I feel like GTA and Rickrolls are, like, the two furthest sides on, like, opposite ends of the spectrum. Like, they don't, they don't really go together, but they, they, that's how it started. That's crazy. So to, to kind of give a little bit of context for those who didn't follow along as much, um, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas uh, was obviously one game out of the many that people were very excited for. Uh, And it's really meant for if you're really looking for something or if you are almost to the point where it is, I don't want to say it's stage fright, but you're anxious to find out what exactly the reveal is. Um, Somebody can insert a Rick Rick Astley is never going to give you up. Um, Matt, I've done a Rick roll myself before, believe it or not. Like you made an actual virtual video? So no, I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't the one who was dancing. That'd, that'd be good though. That's a good. No, video I meant idea. like you created a video and then put the virtual at the end. Um, no. So what happened oh. was I ended up uh, funny talking about snow. Um, so back in college, I tweeted out a link saying, "Oh, like you can find out like the status of." if we're having school or not by going here and it was a direct link to rick astley's never going to give you up video <laughs> you can't help but not laugh or you can't help but laugh at a girl right i mean it, it, I, and to be completely honest the fact that it's a good song so many people hit 
and and just completely just mull over the song of how bad it is. I think it's a night. It's a good. I was listening to it today as I was I was working today. So the funny thing is, every time I turn a song on, I listen to it for like the first half, but I never finish the full song. I don't not because it's not good. It's just because I get so infatuated that like, oh, here's a Rick roll, and then it's like, okay, next song. Like it's not it's not one of those songs I would listen to all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, before DMCA, we uh, well, not, it's, if I, I'm saying it in the context, I feel like we got DMCA, but really in reality, we've never gotten DMCA before. Um, before the time we we shared a playlist for for Rocket League, um, because we were getting on Discord and we were able to play Spotify from our laptop. Uh, and just for some reason, I thought it was fun just to put "Never Gonna Give You Up" by Rick Astley. So I, it's a good it's a good song. You can't go wrong with it. It lightens the mood for sure. And for the younger kids that maybe don't still don't know quite what a Rickroll is, if you're on TikTok, if you've ever been coconut mauled, uh, that's a Rickroll. Coconut mauls actually piss me off. Like I don't laugh at a coconut mall because they put this video of like this cool Minecraft like video and like you're supposed to see some epic thing at the end, and then you just got coconut, coconut mauled. mauled. So stupid. <laughs> I guess that was the, that's how the younger kids view Rickrolls too. But Rickrolls are infinitely better than getting coconut mauled. I mean, that's just stupid. I, I, I do have to recall before we wrap up on this topic that you and I both found out that Rick Astley just joined TikTok and we both tick rolled or, or Rick talked. We were both Rick talked because <laughs> we sent it to each other at the same time, coincidentally. Uh, but hey, I, I, I don't get upset if I get Rick rolled. I, I just find it hilarious because somebody had the. Not the smarts, but someone had the sense of humor to include a very, very old uh, troll, as as you put it. It's just fun to rickroll people. I remember uh, during orientation, <laughs> when I was an orientation leader, uh, me and someone went into the science building. We were bored because we had break. We had nothing to do. So we just went on the computers, like the open computers, and set the default when you open the internet, like when you open Chrome. We just set it to the rickroll Wait. page. <laughs> You never told me that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were just bored, and, and he was like, you want to do this? I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> so we went to like the, compu- the computer lab in, in the science building, I think it was, oh. and just set them all to Rickroll. So that's where you were when I was looking for you. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Well, give it a listen if you haven't already. It's Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up, um, or if you want to insert it into a video that you're trying to make for a special someone or for somebody or a group of people that you just want to troll everybody, uh, feel free to do that. Uh, Matt, on to the next topic for today. Uh, Matt, we made a promise last episode that uh, we would give up beer for Lent on the weekdays. Uh, Some people think we're absolutely nuts. To that, I say, Jesus is watching. (laughs) Yep, Jesus is always watching. Jesus is always watching. The first couple days were tough, but I think as we get going forward, it'll get a little easier. We sound like a bunch of freaking alcoholics after that. We really don't drink that much during the weekdays. No, I've just been doing so much house construction that it would be nice to have a beer afterwards. But, you know, wait until Saturday is not the worst thing in the world. It's not bad waking up not waking up the next morning with a huge hangover and like you completely just just hazy for for the next 12 hours that you're awake. It definitely uh, makes your mornings a little less miserable. A little less miserable. But Matt, uh, you know, we're taking that that stance for Lent. Um, I did find that a gentleman um, is actually taking it one step further. Uh, This Ohio man, Matt, is foregoing food 
for 46 days for Lent and is going on a beer diet. Props to him. I feel like he might just be drunk for like 44 straight days. I don't think he's ever going to be sober. Yeah. So his name is Del Hall. He's from Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Cincinnati, whatever you want to call Close it. Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> um, was said in the interview that his Lent diet includes only beer, water, black coffee, and herbal tea. And as of his Friday morning weighing in, so day three of his diet, so we started obviously last Wednesday um, of Ash Wednesday, he's down 5.8 pounds. That Good for him, honestly. I Actually, I feel like the black coffee is going to be more challenging than, than the beer. Because black coffee is, I mean, I know some people like black coffee. Black coffee is gross. Let's just get that out of the way. It sucks. Yeah. I'm okay with the whole, you know... I love the smell of coffee, let me tell you. Like, when I make it at my own for cold brew, it's fabulous. I feel like, not to talk about black coffee the whole time, but I feel like people that drink black coffee think they're better than everyone else. Because they're like, oh, I don't have to put creamer in my coffee to drink it. Well, guess what? I actually like the taste of creamer with coffee, so shut up. Hmm. Interesting uh, perspective there, Matthew. <laughs> I just know a few people who drink black coffee. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, with Hall... It, Matt, believe it or not, this isn't the first time he's done a very extreme diet like this. Uh, So Hall said he successfully completed Lent beer diets in 2019 and 2020, each time noticing health benefits of the experience. He said he lost 40 to 50 pounds both years and noticed his blood pressure and cholesterol improved. So we can safely say beer is never the issue when it comes to your diet. That's true. It's the food. It's the wings that you eat with the beer that's the problem. Right. Right. Even with the IPAs, even though they're a little bit more than a regular Pilsner, like a Miller Lite, like, it's still not an issue with your health. <laughs> it just shows beer can, beer can do no wrong. Beer can do no wrong. If you're having a rough day, beer is going to make you feel better. If it's a nice, relaxing summer afternoon by the pool, beer is going to make it even better. If you want to lose a few pounds, you drink nothing but beer. I have to give a shout out to, to my guy, Steve Reed. Uh, Matt, I didn't tell you. I think did I tell? I don't know if I told Matt and I were playing some video games last night. Um, so Steve, Jenna's dad, uh, we went on a beer run. Um, I don't know if I told you before that we got cheesesteaks. Oh, 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 man! It was a greaseless cheesesteak. Uh, Matt, these things are, it's called Esterly's. Huge shout out to them. We'll see the spike in business going up after everybody listens to the podcast. Uh, but they have the world-renowned, and I'll explain it in a hot second, the world-renowned greaseless cheesesteak. They've sent a cheesesteak to Tahiti for two people. They shipped it to Tahiti. It was still greaseless and still good to eat. How? Uh, <laughs> That's impossible. I feel it's like it's also, impossible to make a cheesesteak without grease. It's also been to New Zealand, Seoul. Did I say New Zealand? Yes. Yes. Um, New Zealand, Seoul. Has made an expedition to Mount Everest. What? <laughs> you have to look up the site. <laughs> this is a topic within itself, but... <laughs> this is like Ron Burgundy. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah. Uh, but dude, it was... It was oh, like... You know, you felt you felt like you had a lunch and half a dinner by then, but 
it was fabulous, man. It, I had a chicken cheese steak with um, peppers and peppers and onions, I think. Yeah. And then like they had like melted cheese with the chicken. Oh, I love when they do that. Oh, I love when they, when they mix in the cheese with the meat for their cheesesteak. It makes it 10 times better. But what they did, Matt, in comparison to a Philly cheesesteak, which I did not know, was that they put the sauce over the entire like sandwich. So like it wasn't mixed in. Like they just kind of like put it over like it was like mustard on a hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's how most of the places down here make their cheesesteaks. Mm-hmm. But dude, Esterly's. What a place. But anyway, we were making a beer run. <laughs> he like pre-gamed the pre-game of getting beer and then ended up going <laughs> and doing that. Um, but in reality, Matt, we, we got a lot of beer, uh, a ton of beer, um, and ended up by bringing home some eight cans of a double IPA sour strawberry beer. And it's phenomenal. It's beautiful. I've never had a sour beer. You never had I a like, sour beer? I've never had a sour beer. Uh, I don't know if I'd like it. You're, you would like it. Uh, just knowing you, Matt, you would like it. I've always wanted to try one. Well, we're doing it tonight. <laughs> also, so, Andy Cohen. so this guy, what, he lose like 40 to 50 pounds? Yes. Do you think he puts all that weight back on when he starts eating again? I think he's mindful about his weight, Matt. I think mm-hmm. in, my, in my humble opinion. I mean, I, I, I never met the guy before. Uh, but the good news with that, Matt, is he actually does it for um, charity, believe it or not. Uh, So he's actually raising money through a crowdfunding initiative dubbed Sergeant Dell's Virtual Tip Jar. Um, He said that the money will go towards local bars and restaurants that have suffered losses due to COVID-19 pandemic. So it's 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 a trend. It's more than just him, I guess, to put it in perspective. Uh, But really, in reality, it's, you know, I, I, I it just comes to a conclusion that beer is never the the issue with with your diet it's everything else that you eat with it matt and you said it perfectly facts and i mean everybody always spends a lot of money on beer and now it's nice that he can give some money back to uh these businesses because of beer and Mm -hmm. coffee and everything else but mainly the beer right no absolutely the beer now if, if you were doing this for 46 days how many different beers would you try well i would have to try differently or unless Unless, you know, I stick to my Miller Lite plan, which to me, I feel like I'm getting away from, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think I could drink the same beer all 46 days. I feel like, I feel like I'd try it like experiment. Like I, I'd try like a different, at least, well, if he drinks three to five a day, I'd, he would drink like one or two different beers a day. I was going to say mixing it, <laughs> like doing mixes. That'd be interesting. Kind of like a wine. Yeah. Mixing some wine. I like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think it's it's nice to see that somebody is is giving up for Lent, doing what's good for him personally, but also giving back to his community in, in this awesome way that I think um, should be recognized for um, that itself. But um, that concludes the two topics for today. We got a game. It's a little quick game. Um, thought it'd be fun. No, Matt, unfortunately, there's no music um, because it's not really trivia or anything like that. Okay. Um, Matt, I just followed an account um, not too long ago. What it does is it rates people's Zoom calls. Oh. So what it does is it literally studies all of the essence and the backgrounds and all that of the person's room in a Zoom call, and it gives them a rate out of 10. Interesting. Matt, because you renovated your room this week... Yep. 
we're going to score your room. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's do it. So for those who have been paying attention, uh, I did finally get a desk. It took seven hours to put together. Yes, you heard me right. Seven hours. I was getting then concerned. the next day, we picked up matching uh, dresser. That took like an hour and a half. But we're pretty much done. This is probably the finished product. Hopefully, if you're watching on YouTube, hopefully behind me sometime soon, you'll see some golf canvases that I ordered. But uh, yeah, it's finally nice to have a big boy room. So unfortunately, Matt, I'm going to have to dock you first because you don't have your, your canvases and you mentioned that. So, of course, that's a couple points off. Well, they, don't, they didn't ship until 10 days after the order. So that's not my problem. Somebody should have been ready for this, this game to help. So <laughs> for those who know who I'm talking about, it is Room Raider um, on Twitter. That's what the, the name of it is, is Room Raider. And if you see it, scroll through. So Matt, let's take a look at some other aspects that, that you have here. You do have a couple sweatshirts that are hanging on the back yep. of your door. Yep, that's a bit of an eyesore right now. You know, I, I I would say it's okay. Um, you know, it's not sticking out of your head or your shoulders as far as like shot composition as Matt's trying to move back to gain bonus points. <laughs> so Putting Matt some, pulled out <laughs> my Ron Burgundy mug. Yeah, Matt Matt's trying to get some brownie points because there's a mug that's behind uh, mm-hmm. the mug that he's drinking. Cider, you said? Apple cider. Yep. Apple cider, and he moves it back so he can get the aesthetic. But, Matt, to be completely honest with you, not just because it's a Ron Burgundy mud, it balances both the sweatshirts and the mug and your centered. So it balances the stuff that is in between that. Um, okay. So you're, you're kind of you're okay. Um, oh, boy. I feel like I'm Dave Portnoy with pizza reviews at the moment. <laughs> All right, Frankie. All right, Frankie. We're at... The Funny Business Podcast with Matt and Mike. We're on the entertainment topics. One rate. Everyone knows the rules. Yep. I'd give you a seven, Matt, if I were you. Like, you're very clean. Like, very, I mean, you just renovated it. So, so that at the moment, I'm sure once you get your canvases, it's going to look 10 times better. Probably. Well, I think seven's too high right now. I think I'd give this a five. All right, give it a five, man. Yeah, I'm gonna give mine <laughs> a trying five. Trying to be nice. It's trying to be nice. I, just, I don't know. I, I feel like without the canvas, it's just kind of like bland. I honestly am okay with bland. Like even this, I was contemplating behind me. Um, there's a bunch of frames of just it, it's my ego wall. Um, <laughs> I just like considering like taking some down because I, I don't know. It, it just I would rather have like LED lights that like light up behind me or something like that or like LED tubes or I'm just pulling stuff out of my butt because I really don't know what to pick. But I'm kind of content with this right now. I'm still working on the desk. Um, I I rearranged it for the third time in the past two weeks. (laughs) Uh, Brought back the old uh, desk arm. I used to have it hanging from my wall. It's now back on my desk arm because I can thank my neck later. It was not ergonomically sound. Uh, but we're back at it again with uh, the OG construction of what it was. But Matt, I'll give it to you a five. I'll take it. <laughs> that's, and that's I'll, it. I'll just take it. I'll just that's... take it. I, I do <laughs> and... like I do like the frames uh, behind you. I, I I do like framed. Um, I wish I had like more stuff to frame. If we're being honest, that's why I had to order some stuff because I don't really have a lot of framing. Like I have my diplomas, but like. I don't know. I I, li- I like stuff on the wall, but like I don't. You know, I don't like every wall having stuff. That stuff. makes sense. Yeah, 
No, you're right about that, Matt. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the game. That's <laughs> didn't have anything much to think about it unless you have anything else to say about your room and upcoming things. I you bet listen, if you have an LED sign that's a funny business logo, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I don't. I, I wish I did. Okay. I All wish right. I did. Just want to make sure. <laughs> and also uh the gaming chair. Yes. Shout out gaming chairs. Gaming chairs. Gamer life. All that. We're going to stop embarrassing each other. We're going to take a quick break. (laughs) But when we come back, Matt's got his sports topics. You don't want to miss it. Let's say you start a podcast or you're running your own side hustle and have a bunch of links that you want your audience to know about. As a podcast, Matt and I have all of our social media, all of our podcast links, and other important things. Make it easier for your followers to find your important links, social media, and latest content by having it all in one page with solo.to. I'll be honest, I've used similar websites like this, but nothing compares to solo.to. All of your links are clean and easy to navigate. Have an upcoming video? It's really easy to make those changes. Plus, solo.to has opportunities to upgrade to include more customization, advanced analytics, and so much more. Solo.to is giving us a special opportunity for you to get 10% off if you create an account and upgrade. Be sure to go to solo.to slash funnybusiness to create your account today. Solo.to, it's the way to go. Okay, let's slide into the sports segments for today. We are going to start off with some NBA and Mike, we're going to do a quick who tweeted. So I'm not actually going to ask you to guess who this person was because I don't even really know who this person was. Can I take a uh, guess, though? You can if you want. Okay. So right. there was there was a dunk over the weekend. I don't know if you saw it. Anthony Edwards. The, he was a rookie, jumped like kind of over the guy. Like he was in the corner, got the ball, came baseline, and just posterized this dude. What team was it? The Timberwolves. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So here's the who tweeted. Anthony Edwards all over Twitter tonight with the dunk of the year. He also has seven points on three or 14 shooting. And zero seven on threes. Wow, someone was a little salty about that. Um, can you can you kind of give me a hint? He is a he's kind of just an NBA like analyst. Uh, uh, his Twitter bio says NBA cap guy, scout, and attorney, cheating deep NBA, creating deep NBA content, cheating NBA content. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I give up. I'm sorry, There's Nate Duncan. Nate Duncan. Yeah, I've heard guy, of that name before. This guy sucks. He's stupid. Like, just, enjoy, just enjoy the dunk. Like, who, who gives a shit that he had a bad game? Sorry it wasn't LeBron James. <laughs> if there was a dunk contest dunk, he'd be like, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. People don't, people don't never have the, the light of day in which they appreciate the positives rather than, than harping on the negatives. But they, they just can't appreciate, like, a young player. Like, he's still trying to find his way. And make it in the league. And he just made a cool dunk. Let the kid enjoy his cool dunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're going to start uh, stick with the NBA. Mike, there is a new trend going around. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. It has nothing to do... Well, it has a little bit to do with what goes on in the NBA. It's called NBA Top Shots. Have you, have you heard of anything like that? Um, No. Okay, so I don't understand it fully myself. Okay. How, however, I did some research on it, and basically, it's like a trading card, but it's a video. 
Oh, top shots. Okay. Top shots. Now, yes, top shots. Yeah. Now, once once you said card top shots, yeah, I I remember top shots cards. Yeah. So so basically, for people that don't know, um, if you make an account on this website, from what I've seen, uh, you can upload videos. Now, you can sometimes make the videos special by having like a special graphic or like a three D design or something on the video. Um, for reference. There was a LeBron James dunk in 2019. Was kind of like a tribute to Kobe. I believe it was LeBron's first year in the league. Yeah, uh, second year in the league, and it sold for forty seven thousand dollars. Just the video. Just just the video with some extra graphics. The in the last, doing, the I think in the last month. <laughs> in the last month, NBA Top Shot has made sixty million dollars. Would you trade- buy something like this? No. Because I could do it myself. <laughs> and also, you can find the videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I've, I've come to, to realize that trading cards are becoming a big hit now, again. Mm-hmm. Like, Pokemon cards, of all things. Like, I don't know if you've seen that on TikTok lately, but, like, there's a lot of people that have been pulling cards on TikTok. Those, those things are so exciting to watch. I absolutely love watching unboxings. I'm, like, addicted to it. I'm just so pissed because I had so many Pokemon cards. I could have sworn I had a Charizard card, which is like a very mm. expensive card. Yep. Um, I have a Zap. I used to have a Zapdos card. I, I don't know where the hell these things are anymore. But if I ever find them, I'm bringing them out and I'm selling them. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I just so the idea of this is cool, and like I understand maybe like digital trading cards is a way to go. I just forty seven thousand dollars for for a card there's other ones listed um of the lebron james dunk for two hundred thousand dollars and there's dunks from john morant and luka Doncic are that are available starting at a hundred thousand dollars each where are these people getting this money i my i'd have to see the quality of them like if they're meant to be like for an nba commercial like by all means like yeah i could see the value in it like how many times you use it and all that but just people selling their videos. Like, you might as well just go on YouTube and do, like, a compilation. That way you have, you know, you have the longevity of you making videos and, and posting them. But I guess, depending on the copyright, that's that's what causes the, the rub with that, in my opinion. Uh, probably true. I just don't understand. What's the appeal of just watching the same, paying $47,000 to pay to watch LeBron dunk? When you can go on YouTube and watch it for free. Some people have done weirder things. I mean, listen, I, trading cards... I, trading cards, I also don't understand why the people paid thousands of dollars for them. Because unless it's signed, I don't know. I feel like it's just kind of useless. Like, it just kind of sits there. And it's like, hey, that's a card of a guy that played. Don't understand that. Yeah. Uh, what... If you had to buy... Let's do three each. Um, if you had to buy a highlight from NBA, what, what's your top three that you would buy? Top three? Um, yeah. In no particular order, because these are just the ones that are going to roll off my head. Okay. Uh, two of them are from the Heat, believe it or not. Uh, one is Ray Allen, Game 6 of the NBA Finals, making that last-minute three-pointer in the corner. It's <laughs> a good one. Uh, another one is Dwayne Wade dunking over a- Anderson Varejao in a regular game. I mean, the whole place just went bonkers like <laughs> i remember watching I, that live i watched it live too and i oh was God. like what this is insane 
Uh, and then the third one would be, oh gosh, what's the one that that always gives me chill? Ah, uh, probably Michael Jordan with his switch, his switch hand, like going from right mm-hmm. to left, like seeing that, like it, that. That's just poetry emotion. Like if you need a definition of poetry in motion, like Michael Jordan doing that, like is is the definition of it. So what's that's yours? a good one. I like that one. Uh, I'll also go in no particular. I'll say uh, MJ shot to win this sixth ring against Utah. Then I'll go blocked by James. Yeah. Just because <laughs> the call is just blocked by James. By James. My, oh, I love God. Mike. Mike Breen is the best. Oh. Him and Ernie Johnson are just like the best <laughs> NBA guys. And then my third one, I will say I'll go an Olympic highlight when Vince Carter jumped over that yes. dude in the Olympics. Best in-game dunk of all time. I wish that was on American soil because I, I think we would like everybody would have to calm the stadium down in order for everybody oh to actually gosh. continue the game. Like that they, was they may have had to pause the game. <laughs> it was it was absolutely insane. Uh maybe we should get into this business and actually like make a lot make of money. Highlights. Can you imagine we just drop podcasting and now we're just making YouTube video uh, making just, highlights. <laughs> just making highlights. Ugh. Let's stick in the NBA, Mike. We are going to do something that I never thought, well, I don't know if we are, but I'm going to do something that I never thought I would do in my life. I am going to agree with Draymond Green on something that he said. Okay. <laughs> so Draymond, so there's been a lot of uh, reports of teams wanting to trade some star players, and they're sitting them until they either trade them or get cut. And Draymond has a point when he says he has a problem with this. Uh, his quote was, nobody's opinions should be muted. So basically what Draymond was trying to say here is that when James Harden wanted out of Houston and he was, you know, dogging it, not taking it seriously, he was getting dragged on the internet for it, which he was. But now you have guys like Blake Griffin of the Pistons who is getting told he's not playing until he gets traded and Andre Drummond of the Cavaliers that he's getting told he's not playing until he gets traded that the teams don't get the same criticism that the players get. Which actually, I think he has a decent point. Like, if a player wants to get out, he shouldn't be criticized for it. And if he does, then the team should get criticized for not playing a guy because they don't want him on the team anymore. Yeah, I I unfortunately have to agree with him too. Because even additionally with... it's not It's not the player's decision to leave. Like, that's the worst part. Like, I mean, yes, it's... It's influenced by the player, but it's when it comes down to the final say and the stroke of the pen, it's not the player's decision. So what does the player have to do in order for them to, to get traded? They have to be dope. Like that's <laughs> like I hate to say it, like James Harden didn't care about the game, didn't care about his teammates. Didn't, like he had to check off all the boxes for him for the team to finally say, OK, James, go like leave like it, 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 the same with Jimmy Butler, like. Jimmy was getting in so many fights with the Timberwolves until he got traded to the 76ers. It, I, it's, players should have a little bit more influence with their contracts. There shouldn't be any binding, you know, legally binding stipulations where, like, the team makes the final say in their, their trading or their contracts. I, I totally agree. You know, I, I, it, it just goes both ways. Like, there's got to be uh, a mutual ground that we can all agree that if a player doesn't want to be with the team, the team should be like, okay, we'll honor that and let them go. Because if right. they don't want to be there, it's not going to help them on the court perform. It's just, there's this double standard with teams 
And it's just, it's kind of sad that we're getting to the point where players have to legit come out to the media and say, I don't want to be here. And they, they get wrecked for it. But then teams can just say, well, we don't want you on this team right now. So you're not going to play for three weeks, then get traded to a new team. That doesn't help the, that doesn't help the new team any, any, in any way, shape or form, because the players haven't been playing for three weeks. It also is a cancer to the teammates because if, if a team player that wants to get traded is moping around, like I've, I've stated teammates are going to feel that and they're going to be affected by it because that's, that's what happens. Like somebody has a bad attitude amongst the teammates. Teammates are going to get upset. They're going to get low morale and then it's all going to go to, to crap. Yeah. I, I, the other thing I liked what Draymond did here is he did this. He wanted like a five minute rant about this after his game. I like when players, don't it's easy it's easy for players to answer questions after the game about what happened on the game it's harder for players to talk about things outside of the game during the post game press conference but i like when players do it because it just kind of shows that you know everybody in the league is kind of like a family and even if they don't really know each other that well like the players just have this bond that they're all going to come together and be for them and i right. think more players should be able to speak out about this without you know any uh repercussions Let's move on to football and our Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, a lot of quarterbacks have been on the move already so far. Carson Wentz is now on the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, you have Jared Goff and Matt Stafford getting traded for each other. Yet the Pittsburgh Steelers still have Ben Roethlisberger. And Mike, a uh, quick breaking news that just popped up on my iPad as I was reading the story. Steelers related, uh, Mike Tomlin has COVID. Oh. So, the thoughts and prayers to Mike Tomlin. Yes. Uh, but let's stick with Ben Roethlisberger. So, uh, this past week, the Steelers GM was given a press conference, and he was asked about Ben Roethlisberger and if he's going to be the starting quarterback for the Steelers next year, because that's pretty much what everybody in Pittsburgh wants to know. Uh, Mike, he did not really give a, a strong answer in support of Roethlisberger. Here's the quote from Kevin Colbert, Steelers GM. Quote, as we sit here today, Ben is a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He reiterated to us that he wants to continue to play, and we told him, quite frankly, we have to look at the current situation. With Ben's cap number, some adjustments will have to be made. Uh, that, that doesn't sound sound too good for Ben. Not at all. No. <laughs> I, it kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place, if I'm being completely honest. That's, that's the crappy part. So I think his cap number right now is $41 million for next season. Uh, once it gets to, I believe, uh, middle of March, there's a certain day in the middle of March where once that number hits, that's the number it is. Uh, I know Ben came out in the media uh, about two weeks ago and said he was willing to cut his pay significantly to come back. I just It doesn't sound like the Steelers are very interested in having him back, but I also don't blame them because he kind of sucks. Yeah, I mean, we, we all saw it in the playoffs, and we all saw it elsewhere. I mean, yeah, we said we had a fantastic season, but we didn't even make it to playoffs. So it's, you know, it, you can't you can't depend on one guy. I mean, yeah, I know we had this discussion with, like, Patrick Mahomes, like, if he was, like, credible for his, uh, shall you say, his uh, reasoning behind losing the Super Bowl. But, you know, I, I think you and I both agreed, like, I think we're starting to see the finish line for Big Ben for his uh, his time with the Steelers. 
Definitely does suck. I actually would have liked if the Steelers would have gotten Carson Wentz. I'm not gonna lie. Hmm. I think I think Wentz is gonna do good in Indy. Um, I also does. I don't know who else the Steelers would bring in. So I feel like they're kind of stuck with him at this point. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, one more topic for you guys today. We're gonna talk some Major League Baseball. Spring training is here. It's the best time of the year. Uh, and Mike, uh, last week. MLB Twitter account tweeted out graphics from FanGraphs, which is kind of like an analytical baseball department. Uh, they came up with projected postseason odds for every team. So the highest postseason odds go to the Dodgers at ninety six point seven percent. The Yankees were second or had the third best odds, ninety one point six percent chance to make the postseason. Uh, shout out Yankees, Brett Gardner re-signed this weekend nice and apparently uh aaron boone felt the need to announce to the media that garrett cole was starting opening day didn't know that was something that had to be announced <laughs> uh so not every team has great odds you have the arizona diamondbacks with two percent chance to make the postseason uh pittsburgh pirates with a 0.4 percent but mike the big story the baltimore orioles were given 0.0 percent odds to make the postseason Ouch. <laughs> That's got to be an awkward spring training. Like, everyone's yeah. like, like, they came last week, like, oh, yeah, new season, here we go. And they're like, yeah, you don't have one shot of making the postseason. You have no credibility. <laughs> I mean, would you blame the players if they just, like, packed it up? Yeah. Just, like, packed in the season be like, listen, I'll come back next year. <laughs> okay. I hate standings. Like, I, that's something that I've considered, like, just for a while, like, when I saw that topic, like, yeah, I get predictions. I get all that. But really, in reality, are they ever right? Like, are they ever spot on? It's, no. all, it's all for hype. It's all for show. Like, and, and I hate to be that, that Debbie Downer of it all, but yeah, we get it. The Yankees are third. Who is second? Did you, did you know? Or? Uh, let's see. So Dodgers, Padres, Yankees, Mets. So I... Okay, yeah. It's... Based on our caliber of our our players, yeah, we could see ourselves in third, but we all know how we played the pl- the past few years of just sucking. Like I hate to call it, but um, what's funny is that the Phillies. I don't hear the Phillies at all. So, <laughs> uh, Phillies are at thirteen point four percent. Ooh, there yeah. we go. <laughs> yeah, I would just if I, that's got to be an awkward vibe in camp. Just very bad. Like, oh, uh, this season's not going to go well. I mean, it could motivate you too, in a way. I could listen. I could easily see them making the postseason because of this. Like mm-hmm. it's like that that announcer jinx we always talk about during sports, or like every time like someone on ESPN picks a game and they ask like five people and they all take like the Steelers and then the Bengals beat them by like fourteen. It's like, well, you you got, we had to see this coming. <laughs> so that concludes the sports segments we have for you all today. It is time for say what. <laughs> Like we have not done say what I feel like in forever. So I, I felt for- like it was time to bring it back. Forget what the song is. I have to look back on my old files to make yes. sure I pick the right yeah. song. <laughs> I couldn't tell you which one it is either. So I will throw it to you mm. with your first one. Okay. I I was telling Matt at one point that I've had to create something. Like I have like a an app that I use to save all like my ideas and whatnot. So in case something comes by, I'm like, oh, I could probably save that. 
I couldn't find that, Matt. So oh, no. I had to literally think about it last minute. I'm like, what's been pissing me off today? <laughs> oh no. No. I actually found it in a in a in a in the new app, but I knew I had a ton more in behind that. Um my first thing, I sticking with snow. Uh I'm going to again, safe space. I have to yep, remind everybody absolutely. safe space. Safe space. No um, judgment, John. The fact of Facebook. Here's the thing. When it comes to snow, there is about 20 posts that I see within a, a, a normal scroll, scroll, like just when I'm there. How are the roads? Why don't you go out the freaking window and check? Like, why don't you see how the roads are? Like, go, go, on, go on WNEP weather. Go on uh, whatever weather you prefer. Like, go on the weather channel. They can tell you how the roads are because they predict it. Yes, our weather people are sometimes inaccurate, but aren't we all inaccurate in our jobs? But it just is like, how's the roads? Okay, I my content, like, uh, I've been unfriending a lot of people lately, too. So oh. if you're, yeah, I have been. Not, Cut, on this, not on this simple fact of, like, people posting, how are the roads? Like, I am getting to the point where if you're not bringing any value to my Facebook feed, you're done. Like, <laughs> if you're not sharing anything funny that I laugh at, if you're not sharing anything helpful or inf- informational, or you're just a friend that I want to keep in touch with, you're done. Like, I, <laughs> especially misinformation. You post anything that's mis- misinformation, I am unfollowing, unfriending, or just not even paying attention to you anymore. Yeah, it always makes me, like, people, like, I I can understand, like, asking for, like, recommendations of things. Like, people ask, like, places to eat in, like, this area if they're on vacation. I get that. But, like, simple there's, stuff that you can find out by a Google search or, like, walking outside to your front door, don't now, put it on there's, Facebook. There's Facebook groups. Like, I'm I'm a part of a Facebook group. Jenna and I are actually part of a Facebook group that is literally based on food in our area. So, like, it's meant for that conversation. But what also annoys me, too, is people are like, okay, so I have a two-year-old, and he has this rash. Has anybody else had this happen? Like... Keep it to yourself, mom. Like maybe, maybe call a doctor there. Call a doctor. Don't call the Facebook doctor. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want people on Facebook telling me what to do with my sick child or telling me, "Oh yeah, the roads are fine here when they're 30 minutes away on the other side of I... town." <laughs> Some people just don't think. No, they don't. And I get it. It's a generational thing because people how are how people were I hate to say it, raised on Facebook. You had some that just started out with it. You had some that got it in college because that's when it first started out. Matt, did you know that Facebook was originally just meant for college students? I did know that. Yeah. Um, good for you. Uh, I should have said that way. <laughs> yeah, I have the two assholes like us trying to do yeah, Facebook. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I would rather you just call a doctor, check the weather, go outside, and Stop just... It. Stop get it. Help. Get some help. Like, and there's help a lot of other places. But do your own research, too. Like, even the food stuff. Like, yeah, it's great. Check on the group that Jen and I are a part of to see if anybody's been there for a personal experience. But there's also Google reviews, too, for the restaurants. So there's much more than just typing. You're more so asking, like, you're holding your hand out and saying, feed me information. Like, that's what you're doing. And it's also funny because people will be always will always be like, oh, don't believe everything you see on Facebook or on the internet. And then there's just people asking for 
information and then they get totally wrong information and all that right. shit. That's why I, I honestly don't go on Facebook that much anymore. It's just because like, it's just, I, I prefer scrolling through Instagram and Twitter. Or ask your true friends. Like if I yeah. legit did it, like you ask me questions all the time. I ask you questions all the time. Like I don't sit there and just be like, oh, let's try um Nancy, who uh, I a friend requested three years ago. And I, just because we met at this function, like <laughs> Nancy's not going to give me the answers. I'd rather have somebody that's trust trustworthy like you to give me the answers. <laughs> There's a reason they give you their phone number. It's because one, they like you and you can ask them questions. Just text them. It's really not hard. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> All right. My first one. Uh, I've been sitting on this one since like Christmas. Okay. Uh, and it's kind of, it, it came to me during the Christmas season, but okay. it, it's still, um, you know, it still makes sense now. Companies should not give an exact delivery date. Okay. So I, I don't mean for like big things you have to sign for or like something that's super important you need. If you order something from like, I don't know, Staples, they should just give you like a two to four day window or a three day window. Be like, listen, your package will be delivered between Monday and Wednesday. Because if you're told your package is getting delivered Monday and it comes Monday, that's great. If you're told Monday and it comes Wednesday, you're going to get pissed off. Then you got to call customer service, which is going to make you even more mad because if the companies depending on the company, their customer service isn't that great. But if you give a two a three day window, say, hey, your package is coming between Monday and Wednesday. If it comes Monday, you're ecstatic because it came early. If it comes Wednesday, you're still happy because it came on time. Sounds like uh, from a personal experience or someone you've been hearing. <laughs> I don't follow. Um, my chair, my theater chair. Yes, that's right. Yes, that that's a perfect, perfect Prime example. example. Perfect example. <laughs> I feel like this kind of started with Amazon with like free two day shipping. Everybody expects when you order something online that it comes in two days, but in reality, like not every company has the facilities to do that big one. Yeah, USPS has has been overworked and and overwhelmed with Amazon stuff, and I it and I know that from from a, a true source that it's just yeah. these people these people are not treated like humans um and again i i am the one who if you update me i'm okay with it mm-hmm. but if you don't update me then i'm upset which is what led to the, the whole chair thing with it was like it was supposed to be delivered this date it was the day before i heard no confirmation i heard no shipment notification i didn't hear anything and i called i'm like where's my stuff? They're like, oh, it hasn't been out of the warehouse yet. I'm like, so how has that not been communicated? <laughs> yeah. Some no, I, I feel you, man. Did you have a personal experience during the holiday season or you, did that just popped into your head like when you were thinking about it? Uh, No, my holiday wasn't too bad uh, package-wise. They all came pretty much. But like, I just ordered a new desk lamp for like the corner of my desk. And Lovely. it's not coming until like March 2nd to the 4th. It actually said between March 2nd to the 4th, which I'm like, okay, if it comes early, great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But, like, there shouldn't be this pressure on, like, delivery drivers and for having to hit this package on this specific date because they're just so overwhelmed right now because everybody's ordering it online because of COVID. Was it Prime shipping or was it from an outside company? I think it was an outside company. Yeah, that's probably your, yeah, that's probably your, your rip there, man. I've been meaning to get that off my chest for a long time. That's okay. 
I'm glad you got it off your chest. That's why we're here. Yes. <laughs> All right, Matt, my last one. Zoom etiquette. I, I <laughs> lay it on me. I cannot stand. Okay, here's the first thing. I cannot stand when A, people do not mute their mics when they're not talking. And then there's feedback going on and everybody's like, well, there seems to be feedback. Well, no kidding, because this guy who's not talking has his mic on and he's getting the feedback because it's from him having his mic on and then it's reverbing and then it's going in. Like, we all know who the issue is. <laughs> like, if I was able to point and saying, oh, it's Chris's fault, like, because it, it is. Like, everyone's mic's muted besides Chris. <laughs> so that that's my one thing. Number two, I cannot stand well i can't stand because it sometimes it happens to people that i care about when their camera angle is like this yeah (laughs) i can see how that's annoying it's like okay like center yourself like you ever taken a picture before like that's kind of what we're looking at here rule of thirds we all got it like that's another thing um it's just so funny because last week we were talking about the cat judge. <laughs> yep. Yeah, perfect example. Um, I, I think we're just so normal to just Zoom now because of the pandemic that has caused just so many tendencies to be quite easily forgotten. Um, but in most cases, like, it's usually like common practice because I, I, I'm backtracking a little bit because it's common practice that if you're not told ahead of time that it's an open discussion, mute your mic. So... Even for that, like, I know I'm having a meeting tonight at 7. I know I want all, everybody to have their mic, mics unmuted because that's... And usually they're pretty well with if somebody comes in, if they're causing... If there's noise, they usually mute themselves. But for the instance, mics are all unmuted. Um, you know, that's lighting too. That's another thing, but you can't help that sometimes. Like, you get really picky. Like, Matt, like Matt was trying to work with his ring light <laughs> before we got on. Like, but... And to be completely honest, Matt's lighting is okay. Like, it's more so, I wish I was able to turn off the light with a snap of a finger. But, like, everybody who's just completely dark and can't see them, like, okay, man. Like, that's, you need to do something better. <laughs> see, I don't think, you obviously use Zoom a lot more than I do for, for work purposes. I would not have known the my mic thing. Like, if, it, if it's, like, a three-person thing, or, like, a, I don't know how big these meetings get. But I, I don't think I would have known to turn my mic off. I just would have sat there quietly. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, in the instance, there are some people that, that are quiet, and it, it's perfectly fine. But when you're the only person whose mic is unmuted and there's feedback going on, like, it's you. You're the, you're the problem. <laughs> you're the jackass. You're the jackass that's doing that. Um, but, yeah, so if you're ever in a Zoom call, just mute your mic. And if you got to talk... I'd rather be the person to say you're on mute, Mike, rather than like, yeah, that's embarrassing, but I'd rather be the person to be respectful of everybody else, mute my mic. And if I have to be told you need to unmute your mic, I'd rather have that happen than be the idiot who does the reverb. That makes sense. I think that's a fair, fair assessment. Fair trade off. Absolutely. So my last one, um, it is kind of sports related and I am wearing my Duke jersey for a reason. Uh, I don't know if you're going to agree with this, so we might have a, a nice conversation about this. Okay. It's safe space, um, remember. <laughs> safe space. Safe space. But if we want to debate it, we can. Okay. Um, college athletes should not be shamed for leaving college early. Okay. 
So there was a should, Duke freshman. So they should not be shamed. Should not. For leaving college early. Okay. So there was a Duke freshman. He was a top 15 prospect coming into high school. He just opted out for the remainder of the season last week, and he's preparing for the NBA draft. And everybody is, not everybody, a lot of reporters are going at him saying he quit the team. Uh, this is a bad look for him, yada, yada, yada. But in reality, he's had some injury problems, and he wasn't able to play a lot in the last few games he did play in because of injuries. And he's projected to be a top 10, top 15 pick. So he's making a business decision, and he's opting out of the season so he can get healthy and train for the NBA. That should be totally acceptable. The, the, just because the player drops out of college and go to the NBA, that's not their fault. That's because the system is messed up. Like, the system is totally screwed up that these kids who don't want to go to college kind of have to in order to make the NBA. That doesn't, that makes no sense. If I can add a, a higher ed perspective, Matt, I, for, yeah, I, agree, I, I agree with you first. Like, I 100% agree with you. Nobody should be shamed for leaving the team. It's your senior year. You're not even graduated yet. You, off, you get offered a full-time position to work for this company that you're working towards your degree. Do you say no because you're not done with school yet? These kids go to D1, D2 schools because they have an opportunity to play in the NBA or close to making a living by playing basketball. And if you have that opportunity coming up to you, like Zion Williamson, for example... Like, yeah, did he, you have more of an opportunity, like, for people getting injured, and then, like, they turn old, like, they gain a couple years on it because they, they broke something. Um, like, Blake Griffin, I think, is a prime example of somebody who got injured his first year and was shot for the rest of, like, and now he just, he missed the curve. So, even from that perspective, a, a Duke first year, if he misses that curve, he's not gonna, like, he's gonna be competing with, other great players that are leaving early because they're making the business decision to do so. So if you're getting an opportunity and you're getting the odds that are better for you to go to the NBA now than to wait, then that's fine. But in retrospect, if somebody waits and they say, no, nah, I want to do one more year, that's fine too. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. There's two different ends of the spectrum. But yeah, it's like it's a job. Somebody offers you a job, you're going to say, nah. I'll wait. You're still going there. Right. I, I've never understood why people shame. It mostly happens in the NBA that they leave one year of college. Like, why would they do that? But it's no different from a non-student athlete who's a freshman dropping out of college because he doesn't like college and goes to be a carpenter. There's, right. there's no difference between that whatsoever. Just because they play a sport doesn't mean they have to stay there all four years. Mm-hmm. The, system, the system's messed up. The, the, if you're in the high school, now, now with the G League, we've discussed this on episode one, players going to the G League. But if you're in high school and you have a good shot to play in the NBA and teams are interested in you, you should be able to go right to the NBA or go to the G League. I, I love college basketball, but it just makes no sense for these kids having to go to class and do homework. And then there's college scandals of you know bribery and all that stuff. Just let them go to the NBA if they want to. And what's the the loss i guess is the best way to put it what's what's the big loss in somebody going to the nba like you're not losing money 
because he's not there. Like he or she, uh, I'll, you know, play play fair. Yeah. Um, he or she is not there anymore. Like you're more so rooting for the team rather than rooting for the player. If you have an affection with a player, then yes, like that does count. But having, yeah, I that pisses me off. I'm glad you brought that up because that's just like let the kid, let the student do what he wants to do. That's going to set him for life. And if he doesn't, he knows he can go back to school and get an education because that's what everyone should go to college for is an education. But the system just screws it all up. <laughs> Absolutely. And people are going to say, oh, he's just doing this for money. But he actually made this decision with his parents. Like his parents actually came out and helped him with this. Um, what was the other thought? I'm glad you brought up the, the you know, he slash he. There are some great uh, college basketball women's players this season playing for UConn and South Carolina, Louisville, I'm convinced they could go right to the WNBA. Right. Like that should be a thing for them too. And also these like 40 year old men on Twitter who write, write for college basketball for a living, calling this kid a quitter, a quitter. Like how much does their life have to suck that they're all going on Twitter and wrecking this 18 year old kid for making a business decision. Like yeah. you suck, dude. Like your life can't be that bad that you have to go online and complain about this. The 18-year-old has been making better business decisions than you ever did at age of 40. Like Literally. <laughs> Literally. Like, get a life. Get a life, really. I mean, yeah, it's your, it's your point to report, but you, that, that's absurd. You cannot come out and saying, like, he quit the team. No, he didn't quit the team. I can even bet Coach was like, yeah, go for it. Like, <laughs> Coach K was, came out with a statement, right. defended him, the whole team. Like all of the players came out and said he's doing what's best for him. That's that's what he's got to do. A coach is meant to mentor and support whatever player's ambitions are. And yes. if that's the case, then he's going to support him 100% of the way. Yes. Now, did it also affect his decision that Duke is 9-8 and eight and they don't look good? Maybe. Would he have made this decision if they were like 20-3? and three? Maybe. But guess what? <laughs> he could still make this decision. It's, it's his life. It's his life, his choice, and yeah, screw you to anybody who can just ridicule and bombast. Is that a lambast? Lambasting? Makes I'm going to ridicule. I'm gonna yeah, stick ridicule. To ridicule. <laughs> that's, a, that's the safe bet right there. <laughs> I tried being more, uh, I tried being more, uh, yeah, here's my words, smarter and saying yeah. another word, but that didn't work out. I should just stick okay. to one. <laughs> Well, a big shout out again for Solo.to for sponsoring this podcast. You can find all of our links to every fun piece of digital media at Solo.to slash Funny Business. That concludes another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. If you haven't already, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave a review. Subscribe if you haven't already. Rate us five stars. That helps us get the podcast out to other platforms. Um, We're on Twitch. Usually every Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, make sure you go out for that. That's the most uh, real comedy. The realness of Matt and I instead of a structured podcast. Um, I was comparing Jesus to beer last night, so I, I, I don't, yeah. I'm not proud of that. But however... That was a wild time. It was a wild time. <laughs> um, Matt, what do you got for us for, for this wrap-up? Oh, man. Um... Hopefully next week I have stuff on my walls. I don't know exactly when they're getting delivered, um, but they're going to be pretty epic. You should be able to see all of them. Um, I think that's pretty much pretty much about it. Getting back into the swing of things with spring. Spring is coming soon, people. 
Yes. We're, we're getting there. This week has been in the 40s. Um, hopefully we don't have much more snow. And pretty soon you can wear shorts outside. So yes, I know winter does suck, but keep your head up and keep going. Listen, the sun will come out tomorrow. That concludes another podcast from all of us. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everyone. You didn't want to join me? <laughs> I did not know how I was going to do that. So, no. <laughs> Be safe, everyone. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs>